A very good morning to all of you. It's Tyron here from Destroy and Deliver podcast. It's the 23rd of the 7th, 2020, and I greet you in the name above every other name, the name of my beloved Saviour, Jesus Christ, my Lord. Grace, mercy, and truth to you all. May this time we spend together be a blessing. May the Word of God uh, ignite your thoughts. May it filter into the actions throughout the day. And may it be about bringing God, your Father, the glory. This morning I have not really mapped out or penned anything per se, but I have spent time and I've just uploaded my post to my blog. And I want us to possibly consider some of the thoughts from that post. We have two sets of, we have, we have, a, we have a carnal mind and we have a spiritual mind. So how it all unfolds and how it all began was in the beginning we were born, we were born with the, with the traits of Adam and Eve, our forefathers, our sinful traits. And so that now all belongs to our natural way of thinking, our natural minds. Then God steps in and by the grace of God, the Lord Jesus then saves us from ourselves. He saves us from our sin. We are born again. And he then gives us his mind. We are then given the mind of Christ. We then have a spiritual mind as well. So we have a natural and we have a spiritual mind. So now that we have both, we are now, there's now this, this tension between the two. The natural wanting to pull us in the opposite direction to the will of God for our lives. And obviously the spiritual always pulling us towards the will of God. Because it cannot embrace sin, it cannot engulf in any of that sinful behavior. Because God is holy, He is righteous, and we have received His Spirit. The natural, on the other hand, is the total opposite. It's always looking for self-gratification. It's always looking to quench sinful desires. It's always looking to, to, to fulfill whatever we as independent individuals want for our lives. Selfish wants. Self, 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 self. No matter how you cut it, it will always be there. And it can never align itself with the will of God. It's clear. Scripture is clear on that. I don't want to go there. So we have the spiritual mind and we have the natural mind. And then Paul in Romans chapter 12 teaches us this lesson. And I want us to just think about this a little bit. And he says, I appeal to you in verse 1. I appeal to you therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God to present your bodies as a living sacrifice. Holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. So there's an appeal by Paul to all of us that we present our bodies. That by, present, but how do we do it? By the mercies of God. Okay, so it's the mercy that we need to find in our life. We need to find grace to achieve this. But we first have to resolve in our minds to want to walk this way. There has to be a willingness on our behalf, a commitment from us towards God's way okay and we have to do that through the spirit to present what our bodies or your bodies a living sacrifice so it's no longer about our selfish wants which and that's all always drive us towards the spirit is about what a living sacrifice it's about others and the will of God for our lives wholly acceptable to God which is our spiritual worship and how is this achieved it's through the spirit and then verse 2 says this, do not be conformed to this world. So we must not be conformed to this world. The natural can only ever be conformed to this world. So it's the spiritual mind that we need to put on, the mind of Christ. And we must not be conformed 
to this world. But be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So it's a process and it's a renewing of our mind. So our minds now get renewed. The, the mind now gets processed and it now starts taking on a different way of thinking. A different pattern to our mindset now happens. And we begin to change the way we think. And if we change the way we think, we'll now start applying ourselves differently. We won't be doing what? We won't be conforming ourselves to the way the world wants us to go but we'll be rather be going the way God our Father wants us to go and be about His will bringing Him glory and this we'll do by testing and that will happen and we will then discern what is the will of God what is good, acceptable and perfect so it's a process as a babe, it's hard to comp- comprehend this kind of thought process. But as we go on as Christians and as we learn and as God takes us down the road, uh, as, as John Bunyan says, our progress, pilgrim's progress, as we go along, we then learn to discern the will of God, what is good, acceptable and perfect. So what we need to do now is we need to apply ourselves and learn constantly to put on the mind of Christ and to walk in the Spirit. Galatians 5, 16 says this, If we walk in the Spirit, we will not gratify the desires of the flesh. It's a fact. We will be about the will of God for our lives. Every time we actually shift gears and we go back to the natural, it's obvious to see what actually that entails and the fruit of that. It's all about self. It's all about this world. It's all about money. It's all about all sorts of things that we cleave to and we want to cling to, to try and get ahead. But it's a natural get ahead. I'm not interested in the natural get ahead anymore. By the grace of God, I want to be about the will of my Father. It's about eternity. Eternity is forever. And our spirits and our souls will will go into an eternal state and there live forever. It will either live in a place of damnation or place of total bliss. So for the Christian, we have such a hope and such a joy that one day we will be with our Father. He will be our God and we will be His sons. And what a day that will be. Oh, how I long for that day. But until then, we need to put on the mind of Christ. It's all about keeping step with the Spirit. So let us now go to Galatians chapter 5 and let us consider some of the truths there that Paul unpacks for us. And this will now take us to the word to confirm my thought process. And verse 16 says this, But I say walk in the spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. Okay, factual factual truth there that we can see quite clearly. We will not gratify. So it's a fact. Walk in the spirit and we will not gratify the lusts of the flesh. For the desire, verse 17, for the desires of the flesh are against the spirit. See the confirmation? At enmity, the spirit and the flesh cannot, like oil and water, it cannot mix. They are opposites. And the desire of the spirits are against the flesh, for they are opposites to each other. There you have it. To keep you from doing the things you want to do. So when we do walk in the natural, we're not doing the things the spirit wants us to do. 
right? And when we walk in the spirit, we're not doing the things the natural wants us to do. Do you see that? And what do we really want to be about? Well, we want to keep in step with the spirit, right? We want to mimic and image our beloved Savior's example. We want to please our Heavenly Father. We want to be about His will. We want to present our bodies a living sacrifice. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. So the natural will always drive us towards the natural. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. Now the works of the flesh are evident. Here we go. Sexual immorality, impunity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, fits of anger, rivalries, dissensions, divisions, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and things like these. I warn you, as I've warned you before, that those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. In other words, those who live according to the natural will never inherit the kingdom of God. We have to learn to walk in the Spirit and then keep in step with the Spirit to bring our, our Heavenly Father the glory He alone deserves. You get it? I hope you're seeing it. But, verse 22, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, Peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such there is no law. And those who belong to Jesus Christ have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. The only question we've got to ask ourselves, have we and are we in the process of crucifying the desires of our flesh? Are we walking in the natural or are we applying ourselves to the to, to the spirit, to the mind of Christ, are we walking in the spirit? And if we have the mind of Christ, are we now keeping step with the spirit? If we live by the spirit, this is verse 25, let us also keep step with the spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking one another, envying one another. So I hope this helps. This has most certainly helped me. The Lord has been gracious and merciful to me. He's, he's, he's brought me to a place where I'm seeing, seeing a little clearer. I have miles to go. <laughs> I'm not saying I've arrived, not even close. I have miles to go, but I thank Him for His mercy and His grace and His love toward me. I pray that He would impart that love and mercy to you too, that we would actually learn to appropriate the importance of what it means to present our bodies as a living sacrifice, which is our spiritual worship, to then keep in step with the Spirit, then to walk in the Spirit, and then it will be evident. If we are walking in the Spirit, it will also be evident if we're walking in the natural. Because what comes out of our actions, what fruit we, comes out of our lives will be evident. And so it will be easier, easy for us to understand exactly where we are. We don't even have to look at anyone else. We just have to reflect on ourselves. What is coming out of our lives? Is it the fruit of the Spirit or is it the works of the flesh? I pray that God would give us the grace, that He would help us find the grace, impart His mercy, mercy onto us, that we would find the grace to get through today, and that we can go to His throne room, the, grace, the throne room of grace, to help, to, to grab the grace that's there available to the Christian, grab it, 
embrace it, digest it, and then look for it to help us through whatever trial we will face today. Thanks for listening, and may you be blessed in and through the finished work of the cross. I love you. I'm praying for you. Continue to pray for me, and thanks again for your time. Signing off. Until we meet again, Tyrant.